What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the SauceCast Roundtable. As usual, we have on the SauceCast with us Carson Buse and Chandler Russ, leaders of the Vertex and Relentless Verticals. And our guest today is Shayna Ginsberg. We're so excited to have you, Shayna. How are you doing? I am fantastic. <laughs> Shayna, you have literally been one of the highest requested people to have on the SauceCast. Everyone wants to hear from you. I'm sure it's because of your high energy, your positivity. It's literally contagious. Everyone loves being around you and seeing your videos. You're so funny, so cool. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and how you ended up here at Empower. All right. Thank you, first of all, for having me be here. I'm so grateful to have a community like this where everybody just loves each other. <laughs> and I am originally from a super small town in Connecticut called New Fairfield. And I actually moved to Las Vegas just before I turned 13. So I started high school in Vegas and I you know, graduated college from there as well. And then I moved right out to San Diego once I got my communications degree. And I've been here for almost two years now. Awesome. How'd you end up finding us? This is the craziest story. I'm convinced that I have the absolute best story. Um, I actually... Let's go. This is, this is wild. I hope you're ready. But... I was going about my life working in corporate America, following the traditional path that I thought was going to be for me. And I was actually working as an email support person for a startup tech company because I love technology. And okay. I was doing that for a couple months until I realized that I was not using my God-given gifts at all. I was stuck behind a laptop. Mm cranking out emails, not even using my voice. And I had a moment where I just realized I was not fulfilled at all. And part of the problem also was that I was working these absurd hours of 2 p.m. to 11 o'clock at night, Tuesday to Saturday. And the company actually said, looks like we have a couple spots opening up in sales. And I thought, well, anything to get out of these hours and I actually interviewed to go into the sales department and the head of sales said, you have to take a sales profile quiz before we even consider you. Sure enough, I took that quiz and he came back to me and said, look, if I was in your family, I would tell you, you must be in sales. Your profile was so strong. And I said, all right, I've never done it, but you know what? I'll give it a whirl. So as I'm in this process of wanting to move departments in this company, <laughs> I'm also on the Hinge dating app, which I'm sure Ooh, you all know about. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point in this process, I match with <laughs> my now manager, Blade. Let's go. <laughs> Blade. Huge shout out to Blade for just, oh, he's so handsome. So, Blade is a good looking guy. Yeah, he is. So I, I meet him for the very first time and I swear within 10 minutes, he just looks at me and he goes, look, you need to be in sales. And I go, yeah, I'm actually doing that right now. I'm, you know, I'm at this company, I'm heading into sales. We'll see what happens. And he starts telling me how he's a manager for, you know, the solar team out here. And I go, oh, I know all about that, you know, out in Vegas. 
I know somebody who owns a solar company. My cousin is a sales rep. That's great. And in my mind, I'm like, you know, solar, that has no relevance to my life. Um, and so I am talking to him and he actually had another guy that was on the team with him. And I just thought to myself, wow, these people are so down to earth and real and genuine. It must be that Utah energy. I don't know. <laughs> and um, a couple days later, this is where it gets crazy. I'm talking with my company and one of the girls from the sales side who was helping me get into that department calls me and says, look, Shana, you haven't been at this company long enough. And after further thought in talking with, you know, my manager, we decided it's best that, you know, you wait another six months so we can see where you're at before we determine whether you're going to be fit for sales. And I swear when she said that to me, I said to her, thank you for your honesty. This is happening for me. I hung up the phone and immediately texted Blade and said, hey, when can I start? I'm ready. That's sick. Wow, the stars aligned. That's, That's incredible. incredible. That's awesome. I have never knocked before. I, okay. I quit my job that day. I quit my job. <laughs> and three days later, not only did I start knocking doors, but I texted my best friend, Karen, and said, Karen, I quit my job. I'm going to do solar sales. And she goes, okay, I'll do it with you. So we both went out. <laughs> Here we are. Let's go, Karen. Do we know if uh, Blade gets all of his recruits off hinge? Is that a pretty common thing? I think it, I, and I asked him that. I'm like, is this how you do things? I mean, 10 minutes, 10 minutes into the day, he's recruiting her. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's actually insane. The yeah, it's funny not a bad part idea. is he really didn't even actually recruit me. I recruited myself. You know, he told me about the company, but never did it cross my mind that I would ever knock doors or even sell solar. Never. It was just the fact that I believe that everything comes into my life for a purpose and the company telling me that I couldn't go into sales in that moment, yes, it felt like rejection, but I also believe that rejection is really redirection. So I felt it was meant to be that I needed to pursue wow. a career where I could use my gifts. That's awesome. Shana, I have a question really quick. Uh, so one thing you said, you, know, you came from basically the, the corporate America world or a more corporate style job to get into sales here at Empower. A lot of our guys right now are kind of doing, you know, kind of a hybrid where they're doing sales, you know, in the summer or spring and then doing some school in the fall or winter. And in preparation of being kind of in that corporate job or in that more uh, office style job one day. And I think sometimes we there's the, the, the perspective of, oh, I'm gonna do sales so I can get to, I can, have the means to get my family to that point where I'm in some sort of office or in a corporate job. I think for those who have done the corporate kind of side of things or corporate style job, they realize that that's actually not where they maybe want to be and, and end up back here at Empower. So, I mean, from your perspective, what have been the main differences between your previous job and this job? What's been different? What's been better? I number one thing for me is at that job, you know, for the company I was working for, they had like 800 employees. They were growing rapidly. Um, they're on billboards everywhere. And I think one of my, my issues was that I felt like just another fish in the sea. I felt like I was doing the same exact thing as everyone else was doing. And I felt like I wasn't able to contribute 
all my highest strengths in the position I was in. Because number one, I wasn't even using my physical voice in an email support position. And my voice, I now know, is literally my greatest, greatest gift. So I think being in the corporate world, it was like there was no other option for me but to be where I was. And of course, I could have waited six months, but I really deep down felt like I know I'm here to make a massive difference in the world. And if I'm stuck in a position that doesn't allow me to contribute in the biggest way possible and really give all of me then why am I going to spend my time limiting myself and contributing less to the company? It's a disservice not only to me, but to them as well. So I'm gonna go give somewhere else where I can be celebrated and acknowledged for my giving. And that's what I've found here at Empower. The main difference to answer your question is that I have found a space where I can authentically be who I am, give as much as I want and in my own unique, special way and actually be acknowledged, you know, celebrated and seen for all of me. Okay, Shana, you're freaking cool. Like, (laughs) I really like you. I feel like you're so driven and like ambitious and you have like these this clarity and surety and why like why do you have that it's it's so common how old are you actually 23 23 okay very common to be 23 not have any any idea who you are where you're going what your strengths are like you're out here talking about what your strengths are most people don't know that how did you figure out what your strengths are because like if 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 my strength you know yours is your voice that's a it's a pretty hefty strength but like if i have a if i have a smaller strength or whatever it is like we want to play to our strengths right especially in sales i want to i want to be able to play to those strengths how did you identify your strength and then like why are you so like and just i don't know happy ambitious and <laughs> grateful i i read this quote that said Gratitude and anger can't coexist. Neither can fear and gratitude. And as as you've been talking, I'm like, dang, like, she's out here saying, oh, I didn't lose the job. Like, great, this happened for me. Boom. And then, like, I'm going into, this, like, you just seem grateful for everything, even the bad things that happen, because it means that you're getting pushed on to the next thing. Like, why do you have that mindset? Yeah. Um, That is a great question, and I don't believe that I have one specific answer to that. I believe that really knowing myself has been the key to everything which started when i was 12 13 years old my parents you know in our household they instilled in me the importance of self-awareness and personal growth and they actually sent me to do a lot of leadership and emotional intelligence trainings experiential trainings where i got to see all of my belief systems i got to see all the parts of myself that i was kind of locking away um holding inside me and not really sharing with the world and i i realized in honestly years of doing a lot of self-reflection and investing everything into myself i was able to really see who i am authentically at my core 
and what my gifts are. And I think surrounding yourself with people who see what you bring to the table and acknowledge you for that also can help you see, you know, those traits and characteristics within yourself. But everything comes from knowing yourself deeply and having the courage to, you know, really not only see your strengths, but also see some areas, some things about yourself that you can also strengthen, that you can also work on. That's awesome. That's actually incredible. So when you show up here at Empower a few, I mean, what was it? A few months ago, when did you start? Yeah, March. March. Did you have that type of impression when you met all the guys and the culture and the people? Are these people that you found that they see your strengths? they help you identify your weaknesses and strengthen them or, or maybe not? Yeah, I, I can tell you the first, the first thing I did was go to a big meeting at Thomas's house and I walked in the door and the first thought I had, and I spoke it out loud, I go, where are all the women? <laughs> I, I, I posted about this, but something personal about me that I would like everyone to know because it is, it's been a very, very integral piece of why this job has held so much meaning for me is that for a long time, because I was this very driven, self-motivated, ambitious woman and girl at a young age, um, I kind of had the mentality of like boys are a total distraction and the best thing you can do is focus on yourself, your friends, your your grades, your career, and then you worry about boys later on. You know what I mean? So I, I unfortunately, as a result, because I used to be a little bit more rigid back then, I really actually didn't have any friendships even with guys that were my age, you know, going through school. Very few, and we weren't close at all. And coming into this company, meeting all these young men who are driven, ambitious, committed, mature, I, I honestly believe that that has been the greatest gift for me because it completely transformed the way that I believed men were at my age. And coming to Empower, I have seriously found and felt the deepest sense of home and love in, in people that I just never knew I could find that in. So yes, being here, I've been able to find this deep, meaningful connection with everybody. And I am so blessed that I get to experience this because it's what brings me the most amount of joy and fulfillment is being around people who are like-minded. And I love this quote that I actually heard from Pitbull during a Tony Robbins training. He said, <laughs> show me your friends and I will show you your future. Well, that's empower for me. Awesome. I guess that's where, uh, where boys become men here at Empower. So Shana, I, I, inspection is rejection or, or rejection is redirection is what you said. That that's was, I, I think, super impactful. I mean, that's a perspective on life that not many people have. And I think if you can harness that perspective in this job where you face rejection on a, on a, on a 10 minute basis, uh, I think you can go pretty far with it. Is there, is there something that you would advise you know, you, you've invested a lot into yourself, a lot of time into understanding who you are and how to how to go about life emotionally. 
Is there something that everyone who's listening to this, all the reps and, and future reps of this company can do specifically to maybe find out more about themselves? Uh, because it seems like you're an expert on that. What could they do specifically to find more about themselves or maybe better harness that mentality of, of, of what you're putting out there? Yeah, a thousand percent. I would say investing in experiential trainings. To be honest, I have not read that many books. Um, I really have spent years inside leadership trainings in Las Vegas, and that is what allowed me to grow and expand in ways that I never thought were possible. And it would shock people to know that years ago, I was a girl who did not ever take risks. I would refuse to even talk to strangers. That's how much I kept to myself. I didn't like speaking. I didn't like any attention on me at all. And so now I'm somebody who preaches on the daily that life is all about taking risks. And I would say to anybody, books are fantastic, you know, but experiences actually stay with you a lot longer and have way more of an impact. And what I did, not only have I gone to a lot of Tony Robbins trainings, you know, virtually, um, but I have also done a lot of trainings in Vegas at a place called Choice Center, which is actually a company that I've worked for since I've been 16. I am the assistant to the CEO and she is a life coach by profession. She's a trainer and life coach. So she has paved the way for me and she has really been my mentor throughout life. So having mentors is also extremely, extremely important. That's awesome. That's super cool to hear. Shayna, I think one thing that everyone knows about you is, you're, is you, make, you make those super funny videos on Instagram. And I think what's funny, and not funny, but just entertaining about those, is how passionate you are about the product. You're not selling solar. You're selling a lifestyle change to these people in these videos. You're shouting at people at the top of treetops. You're on people's front doors being pretty aggressive with them, explaining to them how this product will change their lives. How do you get into that mindset for a new setter that's coming out? How does that how does that mindset of like really believing in a product take place? Uh, I would say for sure, first of all, my approach with every person I meet, even friends, uh, clients, whoever, is to talk to them and treat them as if I've known them forever. So my first approach, you know, my first way that I speak to them is, we're just picking back up where we left. Hey, you, you own a house out here in San Diego <laughs> while you're up there cutting trees? Well, you got a high power bill? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh gosh, it's like so we've awesome. already been friends forever. So I give myself permission to just be totally wild and outrageous with you because I know you and you know me. <laughs> and wow. you know what? That's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah, I actually had a girl come out and shadow me one day and she was watching me. It was actually the day that I spoke to somebody working up in a homeowner's tree cutting leaves and she witnessed that and she just, you know, her jaw dropped. And I said to her, look, tell me one thing in life that you are absolutely certain about. What is it? And she goes, that God is real. 
And I said, great, tell me why you know that that is an absolute fact. Tell me why you are so certain that God is real. Don't even think about it. I just want you to spew out information to me about why you believe this. And she's going and she's going and I go, that right there, do you feel that certainty in your body when you're speaking about it, when you're telling me that God is real? And she goes, yes. I go, that is the certainty that you want to bring with you on the doors. Are you certain that solar is beneficial for homeowners? Yes. Okay. You're certain that God is real? Yes. Okay. Go take this door right now. You got this. Wow. I think this is a whole new like sales topic. We don't even have in our, like our, our, no. our chapter book yet. Right? Like we talk about assumptive language, but let's talk about assumptive energy. Like that's what that is. You know, that's picking up the conversation like you've talked to them for years, right? And so we talk about using certain language that embodies that, but then there's the whole aspect of the energy that you bring that's assumptive as well, which is which is insane, super, super cool. Um, I've heard a lot of impressive stats from you and what you've accomplished this year so far. I heard a rumor about, you know, some incredible day, I think most, set, most sets in a day and then like some incredible self-gen. Can you tell us more about that experience where you, you kind of broke that record, I think, for your your area. Twelve sets in one day, <laughs> crushing the San Diego sets in a day record, absolutely <laughs> destroying it. Yeah, I, I was just having myself a wonderful day, and I, next thing you know, I'm at number eleven, and it was actually really getting late. It was a Friday night, and I believe it was about eight o'clock, and I. I had been racing between doors because my record before that day was that I had set 11 appointments. And so it's getting later and later and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not going home tonight until I beat my own personal record. And so it's, you know, eight o'clock. I actually was ringing multiple doorbells running to the next door <laughs> and looking behind me to see if any of them were going to open. No way. And so no I, I get in my car and I'm a little defeated. <laughs> I'm so like, cool. it's getting later and later and I don't have 12. I actually got in my car after I'd knocked every house in that area. And I seriously had a moment with myself where I said, are you going to go the extra mile or are you going to stop now? And I don't, you know what? I'm going the extra mile. Pulled my, my car in drive, went into the other neighborhood across the street, knocked doors, and finally I hit this one door and it was a man. He'd come out and he, you know, had told me that he had lost his wife a couple of years ago. And I, you know, I did the pitch and I, but I, before I even did the pitch, I just told him, I really, you know, heard what he had to say. And I said, you know, I'm sure that's got to be really hard for you. You know, thank you for sharing that with me. And I think one of the biggest things that I have learned in, in my time here is people want to be seen, heard, and valued for who they are. So every time I talk to a homeowner, what my goal and my intention is, this human in front of me is going to be seen, heard and valued for who they are because they're talking to me. And so I spoke with that man and I told him, you know, I'll come back on Tuesday. I come back. He was my 12th, 12th set and my very first self-gen close. <laughs> Let's go. That's awesome. Oh, that's so cool. That is so cool. You're, you're so inspiring. 
like hearing the way that you talk to yourself, I swear is like the way that you have life coaches talking to their clients. Like you're sitting in the car, you're 11th, it's getting later. You're, I've never heard of anyone ever knock or ringing doorbells and then looking back. Yeah, like that's, that's fairly effective. <laughs> um, I think it's cool. Like she's literally her own, her own motivational coach. It's like if we could call Kevin Hall or whoever and say, "Hey, help me right now," she just has that like already programmed into her brain. Yeah, you are doing that to yourself. Like I, as you, as the more you talk, I'm like, you are very wise, and wow. it's really cool to see that you are able to even in a hard situation talk yourself through it to then get the results that you want. That is so inspiring to me. Like you're very, a very driven individual. And like, I have zero doubts in my mind. Like if I was Blade or anyone else that works with you, I'd be like, okay, Shayna sets a goal. She's accomplishing it for sure. Cause like she, nothing's gonna get in her way. It's not gonna be laziness. It's not gonna be her lack of drive. Like it sounds like you're just truly an inspired person and you talk yourself through things. It's pretty cool. Super Thank cool. So, so far, I mean, I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking notes here. There's just so much going on, but assumptive language is been, has been huge for you. Energy. Or, energy. Assumptive energy, just in general, making everyone feel we, seen, heard. We need to fly her in for one of the training videos. Full recording. 100%. Let's have you do a training video on assumptive energy. We have <laughs> for the new training videos. Will you do that? A thousand percent. <laughs> All right, perfect. We need it. But let's dig deeper. What else, Shana? What else do you have for a brand new setter? He comes out, he's nervous, or she, obviously, she or he comes out, they're nervous and they want to figure out this job. What would you recommend to a, to someone in that position? Oh my goodness, so much. I, I definitely want to go back to knowing your gifts. So when I what I mean by that is figure out what traits within you are so admirable you know traits about you that you admire that other people also admire that you you know that you use in your life to to get you to where you are i know for me my gifts i would say are that i'm loving i'm vulnerable i'm connected and I'm authentic. Those are just a couple things, right? There's a lot of things I could name and it's not about being boastful or conceited or anything like that, but I believe that when you know your gifts, then you can actually give them, right? So the purpose of life is to find, no, the meaning of life is to find your gift and your purpose is to give your gifts away. So knowing Wow. What your gifts wow. are when you get on those doors. Why is that so important? Because when somebody reacts to you strongly or they slam the door in your face or they reject you, it will not have as huge of an effect on you. Why? Because I know my gifts. I know I'm here to serve and make a difference. And I'm clear about that. I know that in my body that I am a gift when I knock on people's doors. And I have to understand that not everybody in life and on the doors are going to see my gifts. And I have to be okay with that. Why might someone not be able to see my gifts? Probably because they have not seen their own. So I see that in a lot of homeowners. <laughs> that they actually just don't know what's so brilliant and beautiful about them. So when I knock on their door, how could they possibly see that in me? Everything you see in another human being is a reflection of what you see in yourself. 
what you what you just mentioned those beautiful wonderful things that you said about me which thank you so much um that is also a mirror of the traits that are within you now it's up to you whether you cultivate them enough to bring them out and share them but they're within you so every every door knocker you're freaking cool (laughs) okay let me let me ask you a question let's say like, is there an exercise or something like that? Like, can you can you help bring out the traits in like Chandler, Kiden, or myself, like right now? Or like, is there a, is there something that you do that you could actually help, like a new rep or someone that's struggling to like pull out these traits so that they're more sure about themselves or they know their their strengths? Like, what do you do? I, how, how how would you help me? I mean, the truth is, how I'm lost. I <laughs> I, I'm lost on how to exactly answer the question because I see people's gifts when I get to know them. And I think when you share about yourself, you share your story, any aspect of your journey and who you are, at least for me, it's easy to pick up on who have you had to be in your life going through those experiences. And that's how I can pick out those traits like i had a young girl come knock with me just last week and she was trying it out for the first time um and i just said to her you know what you are very courageous do you recognize that in yourself you've come out here you know knowing absolutely nothing you're scared that you might not be perfect at the pitch but but what you do have is absolute courage Um, I think it's just about listening to yourself, hearing the experiences you've had, the things that have molded you, and just being intentional about choosing, well, what traits have I had to embody to go through this? I don't know. I don't have all the answers. (laughs) I I think it's a good point. I mean, I think it's hard to recognize things within yourself. And so, I mean, to Shane's point, to your point, it can be kind of hard. So I really hope that all the leaders of this company are listening to this call because what they can do is what Shana is doing and, and, you know, talking to their reps in that affirmative way, you know, and and bolstering them up and talking them up to themselves and recognizing qualities in your reps as a leader. I mean, I haven't really, I'm not, I'm not a great example of this of like just looking a rep in the face and going, you are a stud. Like you have this excellent quality. Like I need, I need to be better about that. I hope everyone's listening to the same thing as well. So, yeah, you know, I actually cool. have, I have a really, really impactful quote that has resonated very strongly with me throughout my life. And it really goes with what we're saying. And that is this. Um, it's actually much longer than what, you know, I'll share with you guys. But uh, it's by Marianne Williamson. And she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around me. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people 
permission to do the same. So that's what this is all about for me. Go out on these doors and give yourself permission to shine your light because people will see that light and they will be drawn to it. You will be giving them permission to also shine theirs. We need to reel that. Like, Tace, did you get that? All right, we're going to reel that whole thing. That was so good. I can't believe you memorized that whole quote. That's insane. That just shows that you actually live by that. I think there's so many reps here at Empower that have so much potential, and a lot of times it goes untouched and untapped because we just don't realize it. So, Shana, thank you so much for your time on here. I think it went really well. I speak for everyone here that I think we all learned so much from you today. If there was just one last thing that you could say to end up the sauce cast to finish things up, what would it be? Every next level of your life is gonna demand a different version of you. Your time is non-refundable, so use it with intention. And also, also, the, the degree <laughs> to which you serve is the degree of your aliveness. Fulfillment is living what you're made of. If you wanna be a billionaire, give a billion dollars worth of service. Wow. I think we'll end there. Thank you so you much, Shana. So cool. Thanks so much. This was awesome. Thank you. I think we've had the most like quotes, one-liners. You'll probably see more reels from this sauce cast than any other podcast that we've probably done. Super yeah. Shana, true. you are super inspiring. Thank you thank so much. You. And I do want to say, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, all of you, you know, you leaders, the three of you, of course, for hosting this, for giving me the platform to be able to make a difference. Also, I do want to shout out Blade, my manager, because trust me, there have been many times where I have been discouraged. And I do want to say to everyone that I am human. You know, I am, of course, uplifting <laughs> and positive, but I also have my days. And I, I really appreciate the leadership in this company um, for reminding me, especially my manager, not to be attached to results, to trust and enjoy the process and the results will follow.